Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. The intergalactic boombox. Hey, Dad, can you tell me what a solar eclipse is? No, son. Say, what's a stormtrooper's favorite store? I don't know. The one next to the target. Oh. What do we want? Racing car noises. Where do we want them? Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox. Geeky, scripted stream of consciousness on board a podcasting spaceship soaring throughout the vast reaches of your mind. I'm a voice actor talking to himself as multiple original characters. My name is Kyle Abert, spelled H-E-B-E-R-T, but it's pronounced Abert like a bear is attacking me. All right, that's enough of this. Pump the brakes, dillweed. Uh, yes, conspiracy. Look, you gotta stop lying to the people, Herbert. I'm not, man. My last name is pronounced Abert. Abert poops in the woods. Yeah. You're just the poop that he leaves behind. Oh. You ever hear of MK Ultra? Is that one of Goku's transformations? Hardy freaking hard. It's a government program where unsuspecting citizens are brainwashed. Are you saying I was brainwashed? Huh. If you only had a brain to wash, I'm on to you. You can't get 30 seconds into this podcast without trying to convince your listener that your last name has some snooty French sound. Uh, Cajun French, actually. I'm from Louisiana. A bear's a common name there. Oh, yes, yes. The land of food. Delicious. It makes you fat. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I just gained 10 pounds thinking about it all. Yeah, me too. Jambalaya. Jambalaya. Mmm, shrimp etouffee. Etouffee. Oh, and uh, what's that spicy sausage called? Uh, uh boudin. Boudin. You got me all worked up. Now I've got a massive sweet tooth. Why don't you go stop by the world-famous Cafe Dumond and order me some beignets? Dumond, and it's beignets. You know, th- those are pretty tasty. Whatever, Herbert. I got my eye on you. Anyway, do you guys hear the new single from Metallica, Lux Eterna? That's good stuff. Though if you stick it on top of the first song from Kill 'Em All, Hit the Lights, they make a really good mashup. In fact... Hit the link in the show notes. YouTuber John P82 threw it together. Sounds really good. Moving on. This show is supported with value for value, meaning whatever value you get from listening, you can put a monetary value on it and give back to the show via a podcasting 2.0 app. Totally free podcast app from newpodcastapps.com. There's a bunch of apps linked there. It's awesome. This process is called Boosts. Boost. Where you can not only send your custom support, but also a message. And this segment of the show is where I acknowledge the boosters of the week that I call Sat Cats. <coughs> yes, Sats are Satoshis, the smallest unit of Bitcoin. Top WK1 boosts 499 Sats and says, I hope I was laughing at the same appropriate parts of Carter as you did. It could have been 20 minutes shorter and not been hurt. Really cool Korean action flick, Carter. It's on Netflix. It's pretty wild. Saints and Sats, thanks for the laughs. 4,275 Sats. Hey, thank you, Saints and Sats. Eselsi sent 24,559 sats. Booting a boost in your direction to keep you riding high on the international V for V lifestyle. Oh, yeah. And for your most generous contribution, ECLC, you get an Intergalactic Boombox bumper sticker. So email kyle at kyleabear.com so I can get your address and send that out to you. The only snag is you got to be living in the U.S. or know someone with a U.S. address that I can send it to and they can forward it on because I don't want to deal with international postage. It's a whole thing. But seriously, thank you. These are limited edition bumper stickers. Here's another reason to get a Podcasting 2.0 app. You can actually see what the bumper sticker looks like right now as you're playing back this podcast. 
But you can't do that on Apple and Spotify and any of the big guys. So if for any reason you're curious about what an intergalactic boombox sticker looks like, newpodcastapps.com, download a free podcast app, and just play the show back. So you can see images, chapters, and you can support the show directly. Lastly, but not leastly, 31,666 sats from the one and only Dreb Scott, boosting to fill the tank. Ah, yes, this podcasting spaceship is fueled by value for value. Dreb has a question for Kenspiracy. Ken, do you have any siblings? If so, what are their names? Love you, Ken. From Dreb, Ken's fan club president. Ah, funny you should ask. I'm an only child. Are you here? No, look, propaganda. I I got this handled. You can just go back to the underground bunker. Nonsense, Kenneth. I for not to return to bunker. Please not to spreading fake news. Oh, man. Uh, You'll have to excuse propaganda, Herbert. He's loopy on bus fumes. Nonsense, Kenneth. To answer question of the Scott of Dreb, Kenneth has a long-lost little brother, Sai. Really? He has a brother named Sai? Da. Sai up. Of course. We four to went on vacation in family truckster in 1983. Oh, I see. Kenneth, myself, misinformation, and baby sigh up. Well, what happened? He's classified. Oh, come on. Don't go there, Herbert. Oh, I went there, Ken. I even got the t-shirt. <laughs> Question of the week. With all the dramas and the drama llamas going on with Twitter, is anyone actually leaving that social media platform? I'm still on there. I'm going to stay till the bitter end. Twitter's my, actually my favorite social media platform. I did sign up for Hive Social. I'm on there too. At Kyle Bear is my name on there as well. You can follow. I still find myself not uh, checking it as often as I do Twitter though. Uh, on to our replies. Nash Christensen says, I just got Twitter before everything went nuts. I'm mostly using it for possible networking and VO auditions. I'll probably look at other sites just in case. Douglas Nelson says, as long as Twitter's around, I will be here. I'm open to other social media besides Facebook. Divine Nick says, I'll stick with Twitter for now, and when that goes, I'll be more active in the other platforms. Hardcore Koal says, sticking to it. People be mad to regrow fans on other sites. I'm still wishing for a solar flare to take out Earth power and people to touch grass again. Well, all it takes is one electromagnetic pulse, and uh, (laughs) we're going back to the dark ages. Moving on, Magic Mist says, mainly on Twitter because none of the other platforms got that great of a PC website. But if it does implode, I'll be on Tumblr and Insta. Jubilee84 says, I'll stick with Twitter, although I do have a Tumblr. Ravenclaw Pride says, I've always been more active on Instagram, but I stay here for the VA community. Us voice actors got to stick together. Trainer Cass says, I'm going to be staying on Twitter. Don't you worry. Nekotan VTuber says, no way, especially after seeing that Hive has no security and everything on there is being hacked or stolen. Twitter is dumb, but at least it's secure, unlike a lot of them. I did go back to Tumblr a bit, though, because the art is nice. Near Automata Anime says, I'm perfectly fine with Twitter, Kyle. In fact, Tumblr had a plethora of controversies throughout the years that made the site notorious. Z Inc. says, I'm in the observer category of the internet, watching constantly but never acting due to a majority of issues, which are pointless. So I'll be on both. Hope you and your team have a great show. Thank you, Z. I'm a team of one. There are a lot of team players in my head, though. Real Time says Mastodon, but I'll stick around Twitter till the end. Yeah, I'm on Mastodon, too. I like it, but it's a little more complex. A little bit of a learning curve. And finally, John's Variety Hour says I recently installed Hive Social. If Twitter becomes unbearable, that's where I'm headed. New question. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? For me, teleportation. There's no more traffic. Just think about where you want to go and bamf, you're there. A lot of people think like flying and you know, that's cool and everything. But what if you're afraid of heights? 
you're not going to get very far. Now, there's invisibility. There's, of course, super strength or farts that smell like flowers. What superpower would you rock if you could? Boost your reply with a free podcasting 2.0 player app linked on newpodcastapps.com or at BoomboxPod on Twitter. And now, Literal Trailer presents Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I miss the desert. I miss the sea. But I don't miss asps. Very dangerous. You go first. Those days have come and gone. What did you say, Indy? Cut to montage of every action set piece. And of course, more cartoonish Nazis to punch and shoot at. Cue iconic theme song to bolster nostalgia and mask how pointless this whole thing really is. Indiana Jones and the Pick of Destiny. Uh, dial M for murder. Final destination. Indiana Jones and the promise that this one's better than Crystal Skull, despite awful test screenings. Elon, Elon, Elon. He met with Apple's Tim Cook this past week, though as of this recording, it's unclear what they talked about. But, you know, you can certainly speculate it's over the future of Twitter continuing to be able to be offered on the App Store, uh, seeing as Elon's push for free speech may or may not adhere to Apple's mile-long list of guidelines. Musk tweeted if there was no other choice, he would actually create a new smartphone if Twitter was kicked off the App Store. And uh, the Twitter Blue paid verification system is currently on hold, probably due to Apple's 30% app revenue cut. But is a whole new phone really a logical answer? I mean, I'm curious to see what sort of phone he would make. But a phone just so you could have Twitter? I mean, come on. You, you spend $44 billion on a social media platform. What's a few more, right? Take all that money you're saving from all the mass firings and bam! And let's remember, you know, Apple device owners can go to any website anyway. You just go to the Twitter website on any mobile browser. Apple can't control that content. One of the rumors that Bob Iger, who's now back in with Disney, and he will supposedly sell Disney to Apple, perhaps Musk just wants to buy Apple and then rule the world. <laughs> or he's just continuing to be the world's richest troll. <laughs> Netflix has a huge hit on their hands from the makers of Dark called 1899. A really good slow burn period piece set on an ocean liner with a nice splash of sci-fi thrown in for good measure. And of course, when anything is successful, people come out of the woodwork claiming, they stole my idea! Brazilian comic book artist Mariana Cagnin says her sci-fi comic tale Black Silence from 2016 had numerous story elements that were ripped off and used in 1899. Some screen caps she posted side by side with original comic panels initially make you go, whoa, yeah, 1899 totally ripped that off. Now, she claims the two stories are identical, but if you dig just a little beneath the surface, just a little bit deeper, the claims start to lose credibility. She tweeted, quote, it's all there. The Black Pyramid, deaths inside the ship, the multinational crew, the apparently strange and unexplained things, the eye symbols, and when they appear, unquote. These are sci-fi tropes. So if you want to go along with that line of thinking, I guess Black Silence ripped off Star Trek since they had a multinational crew. Pyramids are kind of common in sci-fi media through the decades long before Black Silence. Deaths and strange unexplained things. Who knew all that originated in a Brazilian comic book? Now, the makers of 1899 have denied any plagiarism or even any knowledge of Cagnan or her work and that lawyers on both sides are handling this. 
Black Silence, the comic book, actually isn't that long, and she put it on her website for free. So hit the link in the show notes to read it for yourself, and then watch 1899, or vice versa, and you can make your own informed decision. Plus, you can get a nice TLDR version, a really good and thorough review about all the differences and the similarities by YouTuber Daniel Green. From my top secret underground bunker that used to be underwater, till we realize there's not a lot of that in the desert in Pahrump, Nevada, conspiracy here with all the news you can't use. Page one. What do you do when something makes you really mad? Some take it out on their supposed podcast host. Hey! Oh, go put on a meat suit and jump on a shark tank. Ah! I love you, Ken. Oh, hush. Others choose social media to word vomit. And some just sue the ever-living crap out of others, clogging up the court system with a bunch of hooey. A Florida mouth breather is taking aim at the pocketbooks of Kraft, specifically at their Velveeta-branded microwavable mac and cheese. Kraft claims it is ready for human consumption after three and a half minutes. But Amanda Ramirez begs to differ. Her pantaloons are extra pungent because she says all the prep involved before the actual microwaving adds time to the final amount. Thus, Kraft is guilty of false and misleading advertising. Therefore, she's demanding $5 million in damages. How she arrived at this amount, or how she somehow hypnotized a legal team into thinking she actually has a case, is anyone's guess. Kraft should settle this out of court by microwaving her head for three and a half minutes. I'd pay five million for that. Page two. Love can be blind. It also can apparently be really hungry, as Nick Wary and Mickey Sudo fell head over heels at a competitive eating contest. Now the married couple in Florida... What is it with you people in Florida? are uh, now in the record books. Mickey gulped down a burrito in just under 32 seconds, while Hubby went scorched earth on 12 hot dogs in just three minutes. This quick-time consumption has resulted in new Guinness Book of World Records. After all that munching mayhem, who's going to break the world record for fastest puker? Page 3. Leave it to a government agency to promote lies to children. The U.S. Postal Service have their yearly Operation Santa program, where they enlist volunteers to answer children's letters to the jolly fat figment of many a young pipsqueak's imagination. Now, if I had an offspring who gets a reply from some rando claiming to be St. Nick, me and him are gonna tussle. Sure, Junior might need years of therapy when he learns some crackhead off the wild streets of Idaho is promising him a shiny new PS5, but I draw the line at catfishing. Besides, it's my job as a parent to gaslight my own kid. And I'm spent. That's all the news you can't use. Conspiracy here from my dump in Perump. Aw, oh, look at the time. The Intergalactic Boombox is brought to you by Pastor Pedro's Holy Guacamole. Promotional consideration by nobody because we don't want your corporate buyouts anyhow. <laughs> Remember, kids, every strike brings you closer to the next home run, unless you're bowling. Till next time. Turtles.